Hello and welcome to Never Back Down, the place we dive deep into business and life strategies. I'm your host, Ro, and today I want to talk to you about a very important subject called failure to success. But before I do that, I just want to I want to admit something right now. I want to I want to start this podcast journey and episode one on the right path. Have you ever tried to do something and thinking it's only going to take you 10, 15 minutes to do it. Two hours later, you're still trying to get that done. That if if that's a yes, then just, you know, send me a send me a tweet on on Twitter, which is uh, my Twitter handle is Ro R O Santus S A N T U S 82. The reason why I'm saying this, the reason we're starting off like this, is the last two hours I've been trying to record this one episode and I've been battling with huge self-doubt. I've had a couple of anxieties, I had to take a couple of breaks from kind of trying to figure it out. I wrote a script down, I didn't do the script, I I just I got myself in such a mess to do this first episode and I really I really don't know why. I don't know why it was so hard for me to do that. And I, just, I think it's completely natural. Um, again, send me a tweet if it's completely natural. But I just wanted to share that with you because I think it's really important that I'm honest with you on this. Uh, I don't want this to be a false and scripted kind of podcast. I'm only going to talk about stuff that I know about. If I don't know about it, I can't talk about it. That's why I've left it open that you know, I can bring guests on because if I don't know about the subject, I can bring someone on that does and we both we all learn together. But before we talk about failure to success, I just wanted to get that. Sorry, I just wanted to get that out of the way because that was quite. Um, I thought it was quite funny actually. Now, now I'm thinking about it, it's actually quite amusing. Taking me two hours to record my first podcast. In actual fact, it's taken me five weeks uh, because I've procrastinated for the last five weeks from when I first put the trailer out. That took me that took me like six months to put the trailer out. So we're getting closer. We're getting slowly closer to to the goal of putting out a regular podcast uh, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So uh, we'll get there. We'll get there. But yeah, before I go into the topic for today, I want to share with you a little bit of context, a little bit of background about me, how you kind of understand where I'm kind of really coming from for now and also for future episodes. I think it's really important to to share this. There's a lot that, that I don't share on social. There's a lot that I don't share just in my circles actually about me. Um, and it's one of the reasons why I wanted to do the podcast was to make sure that it was really, really just, just me just talking into a mic and and speaking my truth, whatever that may be. And I'll always try to back it up with facts and and do the research on it first before I talk. But yeah, so I I grew up in a circus family. Now it's not a circus family that you would know now. This was back in the 80s. I'm 38. So this is back in the 80s when there were lions and tigers and, and horses and camels and elephants and it's phenomenal, phenomenal you know, time in my life. And I was extremely privileged to travel the world from the moment I was born. I got to travel the world. We did three years in Asia. We went across the Middle East, across Europe, obviously across the UK. Phenomenal. And you know, each week we would go to a different a different town. And that was to me that was just normal. You know, we we were schooled. We were schooled um on a bus. Oh, I remember that, yeah, school bus. Uh, we used to do schooling in the morning, but ultimately we'd get up and, and practice and get ready for the show and we'd do selling and we'd, we'd sell, I'd, I'd sell little flags in the interval and you know candy floss and it was a family business. So everyone kind of mucked in, even when it came to putting the tent up and, and pulling it back down again. You know, we all did our little bit and as we got older, we got stronger and we understood different bits, so our jobs would change. But yeah, it was a great 
great life. And I look back now at what my parents did and all I can do is have massive admiration for them. You know, my mother's not around anymore. She she died a while ago from MS, but my father still is. And you know, we've we've had our ups and downs throughout the years. I think, you know, most most, you know, parents and children do. What they did back then in the eighties, like what they achieved was just phenomenal. And this is obviously completely before social media and and all that sort of stuff. You know, I remember we, we used to, I used to go with my granddad's to two, three, four towns ahead. We go billing just putting up the posters in sort of like the the shop windows and stuff like that. And sometimes you might see it with the smaller shows that come into your town. Obviously not now. Season's done. And that's pretty much how how my life started, which was brilliant. Fast forward and I, and I trained to be a chef. I was always into food. You know, my father's French. Uh, so it, it kind of helped having that 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 cultural food background ingrained into me. You know, my grandma was, was Italian. It's perfect. It's brilliant. I went to the restaurant world, which kind of made sense. And I worked my way up. I started off as a chef and I worked through and moved front of house and uh, worked into what came into operations and, and helped to to build a number of different businesses to to multi, multi-million pounds. Then I started going on my own. I knew it was time for me to start doing things on my own. And this is when I was in London. I moved to London and I went to work for a big restaurant group. And on the side, I used to consult with other businesses, varying industries, help them to, uh, to to grow better, to streamline their operations. And and I became known for troubleshooting. I think I've always loved having my back against a wall a little bit and being that kind of that underdog story. So that's what I started to do. And, and I built up a good track record. And then in 2017, everything changed. I locked up our, our home in Henley-on-Thames, which is a beautiful part in the UK. It's just a stunning place to be, especially on a day like today where the sun is absolutely blazing. I can just imagine, obviously not what it would be now because everyone's in lockdown, but what it what it normally would be like with picnics by the river and children playing and restaurants and coffee shops open. It's just a very small town, 10, 12,000 people. So it was small enough to to kind of um you know to know people and have a community but not big enough that you know you you kind of felt like lost good place anyway so i locked up there and got in my dad's car with my partner at the time and my two boys and we started our journey back to bristol and the reason for that was i'd made a number of fatal fatal business mistakes thankfully it was my business and not any clients businesses um and that's uh that's definitely a lesson learned is that I'd rather the failures happen to me. But I made a huge mistake and I lost everything. I lost the home. I lost the... Uh, my relationship obviously was gone. Money, I had 49 pence left in my pocket. My confidence, my self-esteem, connections, my reputation. Oh my God. Like The list was endless of the stuff I lost that day. And I moved into a spiral of negativity of huge, huge self-doubt and anxiety, lack of confidence. I blamed everyone else for the mistakes and believed that it was everyone else's duty to help me get out of this situation. And I distinctly remember as I was coming back in the car, I looked at my dad. The reason why my my dad had to come pick us up was because I had to sell the car. Uh, to pay for debt collectors and stuff like that. And I was I was up to my eyeballs in debt. Like, it was ridiculous. I realized in that moment, even though there was huge negativity and there was a lot of stuff to do, I realized that actually I had two choices. I could fight, fight back and rebuild, or 
I could allow the world to swallow me up and fall into a system that ultimately is designed for people to fail and to be restricted. I looked at my father, he knew what I had to do. That man has rebuilt his life and reinvented himself, lost count of how many times he's had to redo stuff and start all over again. And still he is a chirpy little Frenchman that lives in Bristol. It does bring me joy now to to see him and you know it really is testament to the what he actually taught me as a kid i went for years thinking that he didn't really teach me much but in actual fact he taught me a hell of a lot and i realized that now as a father how much he actually taught me so yeah if he's listening thank you i really appreciate that let's get back on topic ultimately the this is where the failure to success comes in and this is where the topic comes into now for the next few years i had to rebuild i had to start again and this is a process and that i will share in future episodes and the lessons that were learned and how you can apply these strategies all of this happens because of something i called failure to success and this is where you lead yourself into a false sense of consciousness, false sense of thought that you have made it and you no longer need to put in the same amount of work. You may have experienced it yourself on some level. You've worked hard to get a promotion and you've busted your balls to do that and you've got the promotion only to find that you never then take that next step up. You don't get another promotion or another one. You don't continue to climb the ladder or maybe you have a business and you can't break that 300k mark you can't break that 500k you can't break the million pounds of turnover you're not sure why or even worse you're in the fake it till you make it club which is the most dangerous place to be especially especially now it's consciously believing that you have made it that you no longer need to put in the same amount of work that you did in the very beginning that got you to where you are right now it's taking your eye off the ball It's taking your foot off the pedal. That's what I did in 2017. Once you get to a point in your life where you you make that decision of going, I'm there, I've made it, I've done it. You start to consciously make decisions that may not affect that particular moment in time, but will affect three months, six months, 12 months, two years, five years down the line. You just don't think of it then. So your alarm goes off at 4 a.m. and you think, I'll sleep until 4.35. You normally make 20 sales calls a day decide to make 15 you normally have you're always promptly on time yeah we have a saying in my house to be early is to be on time to be on time is to be late and to be late is unacceptable but you decide you know those extra five minutes in bed that you had meant that you were late to that meeting before you know it you're getting out of bed at maybe eight o'clock and you're rushing to get to work you're rushing to get out the door you're not doing any sales calls at all instead you're actually just you're watching stuff on YouTube. You no longer can make it to meetings anymore, so you don't get invited to the big ones. So you get going to the little ones. And what happens is over time, you start to build resentment with other people because you start going, well, why am I not being involved? You know, Why do I not have any time? Why can I not do this? Why is that person more successful and can do stuff and I can't? They must be smarter than me. They must have more support. That you know, The boss must like them more. All these things go through in your head head when in actual fact it was always that first decision that you made consciously to back off and not continue to work at the pace or do the stuff that you did in the very beginning the success
success formula is very, very simple. The smallest, most insignificant thing that you do on a daily basis over a long period of time will equal success. That's not you'll be a billionaire and a trillionaire. That's either success on what you want success to be. For every action that you don't do, that sets you back potentially six months in your life. So if you were used to doing getting up at four o'clock and you get up at five o'clock and you start to do that consistently getting up at five o'clock, that actually sets that hour sets you back six months from the first action you did it. Um, it's quite a fascinating idea and it's all about habits and habit building and stuff like that. And this is certainly a subject that I'm going to cover later on down the line. But yeah, failure success, it's, it's hard. And this is where a lot of us are now. We are at that point. We're at that tipping point. And this is where the truth starts coming out. This is where we are able to see on the positive side now of who we really are and recognize where we really are. And now is the opportunity to start building. I'm in exactly the same boat you are. Overnight, I lost all of my clients. All of my income went, boom, gone. I've had to start again. A lot of you are in the same boat and you're wondering what to do. Start taking responsibility. Start planning and taking action now. Don't delay. Don't wait till we come out of lockdown before you start doing something about it. It's probably the greatest strategy that I can give you right now is make a plan and start actioning on it. Don't do what everyone else is telling you to do and slow down. Take it easy. Enjoy the time apart. No. Start building and working on the things that you know you're going to need when you come out of this. It's going to be tough. Otherwise, you are going to be another failure to success story. So that's it for me. I hope you enjoyed this uh, this podcast. Um, I'll try and provide a little bit more um, structure to, to the episodes as we go on. Hopefully, I won't procrastinate as much as I did on this first one. Um, that's it for me. Hope you had a good one. You're listening to the Never Back Down podcast, where we dive deep into business and life strategies. I'm your host, Ro Santos. Any questions you have, it is Ro Santos, R-O-S-A-N-T-U-S, 82 on pretty much all social platforms instagram facebook twitter linkedin those are my four ones feel free to reach out ask some questions uh, maybe it's something a topic that we can cover on a later one or maybe you just want to connect um, and i will speak to you again have an amazing day take care